Hey there, hey, and welcome to this Monday pod of Born to be a Star. Let's get right into it by recognizing our star power, recognizing that yes, we can do anything we put our mind to. No, we are not ever going to give up. We're never going to give up. And why can't we do that thing we said we were going to get to? Why can't we go uh, apply for that job? Why can't we go buy that dress that we want for work? Why can't we save up our money and buy that house? Why can't we move if we're not satisfied with the things that we see? Why can't we be the difference? Um, I was in church on Sunday and Father Ford talked about Jesus's light. Like Jesus is like sort of a star. And it was like another part of me had woken up because hearing him say that again, this is the another mass that he said that in where I'm listening to him talk about star power. And it correlates to what I do on a daily basis with this podcast, where I try to serenade the world with positivity and happiness by telling you how much of a star you are, wherever you are, and you are the light and the darkness. I truly do believe that we are all the light and the darkness. And when we come together and we hold hands and we unite as stars together, we are going to light up the entire universe. And it's going to be something that's just unseen and unheard of. So regardless of your situation, regardless of what you're dealing with, know that you have star power and know that you are going to change the world. We are going to change the world together. Moving on from our star power to another favorite part of the podcast, which is no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. It hasn't been on any of these crappy news stations like CNN or MSNBC or NBC or any of these CNBC, any of these stations, um, or CBS, but, um, Diamond died, a follower of Trump passed away a while ago, and, um, it, it has been very sad, she was someone who vocally shared her opinion with, like, YouTube videos, and she was fun, and she definitely had a lot of humor, and she was definitely a big part of, you know, Trump's big rally, he did something that a president is supposed to do. He showed up to be a part of the celebration of her life and he paid for it with his own money. And I know people hate Donald Trump. I know people hate the idea that he's able to create that make America great again. But now it's not make America great anymore because it's something else. It's an even better thing than it was before. I know people don't like him because he said things on Twitter and he's not apologetic. He's unapologetic. And I know people don't like him because he called out politicians and they don't like him because he doesn't fit into the narrative that they have about politicians. Right. But he did that while they found more documents in Biden's possession. Now, Biden was not the president of the United States of America. He did not have the authority to make documents have value or not. In fact, he was the vice president, which leads me to my next question. When did he have these documents? Why are we just finding out about this in January? And why is no one calling this out? Now these news stations want to talk about this because they can't hide it. They're going to shove Biden under a bus because there's no way he is going to be able to get out of this one. In 2020, they were able to hide the fact that his cocaine addicted son had a laptop. 
The reason they didn't want you to see the laptop wasn't about his naked body and the prostitutes that he pays for or his drug addiction to cocaine or whatever else it is. Probably uh, the other one as well. The reason they didn't want you to see the laptop is because the laptop is the connection between the Bidens in China and the Bidens in Ukraine. And another thing, Obama knew all about it. And he gave the White House over to Trump and Trump called them all out. So that's why they wanted to get rid of them, because all these people are corrupt and they're in cahoots together. They're working together to strip away America and they're burning it alive. I think America is already gone. If we're already at the point where we're continuously talking about LGBTQ plus rainbow mafia stuff every day and we're not talking about the fact that there is a homeless brigade of people in California that have taken over Los Angeles, basically. No part of me is going to move to a state where I'm paying money to look at bums everywhere. I mean, I live in a state like that now. I work in a town where there's bums on the side of the road with signs claiming that they need help. Bitch, get a job. Like, you need help. You see that now hiring sign? Go fill it out and get a damn job. I mean, what am I missing here? If I say that to anybody, they're going to look at me and laugh and say, um, no. America's gone. Whatever we thought America was, it isn't that anymore. And the president of the United States of America is an enemy of the United States of America. Why do you think he is okay with giving all this money to Ukraine while we are desperately, like, in like need of like serious help this inflation is not getting better i'm an avid watcher of halftime on uh cnbc right and i have to listen to this these market managers one of them is farmer hype up that the numbers are going down with inflation no they're not these numbers are not accurate and the fed isn't going to stop what they're doing because they understand that if they stop now it's going to be worse we're not looking into a recession. We're in a recession. And I know we're in a damn recession when you're going to the grocery store and everything is overpriced. I know we're in a recession when there's more cars and people buying them. I know we're in a recession. You could just tell. You could just tell. It's obvious. It's obvious. My family is not one of these people looking for handouts, thinking we're going to get medical for all, thinking we're going to get universal basic income. And me and my husband are working very hard building a life for our children that we're going to have at some point. Understanding that everything we do is for them to have an amazing life, for them to grow up as children and aspire to do whatever they seek. That's the role of a parent. And that's the responsibility of people of a nation for the children. And since we're talking about children, it wasn't on any left media the fact that two gay guys got married and decided to pimp out their adopted sons that they adopted because we allow gay people to adopt children. They raped them, okay? And, and they really horribly injured these children. This is the most psychotic disgusting thing I, like in my mind I, I, 
I can't, I can't picture this and it just makes me want to cry. And when I heard it, it just devastated my heart. These are monsters and putting them in jail for life isn't going to make it better. Why aren't they being shot to death? There should be a death penalty. And I was on Twitter and I had to listen to this stupid woman say that the death penalty shouldn't be an option if we're humans. No, but the death penalty should be an option if we're humans so people don't continue to do it. That's why people used to get hung in the middle of the center when they did something bad and everybody in the town could see why they were getting strung up and killed because they did something. That's what's going to have to happen. We have to get back to law and order in the United States because there isn't any law and order here. These men pimped out children. Ugh. That's not on the news station. Biden's files aren't on the news station. They're still complaining about... LGBTQ plus rights. And they're still complaining about things that don't matter. They're still... I was getting bagels for breakfast yesterday in town, in the town I work in, that I live in, right? And and this was after church. This was after mass. There were people holding up signs that said trans women too, our rights, our bodies. So they're, so they're part of this movement uh, for abortions. How do these people have time for this? Why didn't the police stop them? And why are you in the center of a town that you don't live in hyping up something that is honestly ridiculous? Let's also not forget the fact that there was a riot this weekend in Georgia. And this is all democratic. Um, yeah, so they're talking about January 6th being bad about three years ago. I think for the rest of my life, I'm going to say this out loud. Remember what happened on January 21st of 2022? I can't believe that happened. What country do we live in? I'm so appalled by this behavior. I just don't know what to do. Oh my God, how could Democrats act like that? I'm so appalled. Oh, my safety. And how am I going to live my life in a state I don't live in? I'm mad about it. Hmm. The shoe's on the other foot here. A lot is going on with the Democrats, but right now they're just failing and it's fun to watch. Uh, They're coming out saying that Republicans are trying to stop Social Security when they're the ones that created the problem with Social Security in the 1970s. If you want to be mad at anybody about your Social Security and you're, you're old and you're getting up there for retirement, you might want to look back in the history and look at the legislation that was passed in the history with the same people that are currently in the political scene. They passed it. It doesn't have anything to do with Republicans. Once they start blaming Republicans for things, that means they're messing up and, and they're looking for a way out of something that they did wrong. This isn't the Republicans' problem. They didn't create this mess. Democrats did. They spent too much money during COVID. And honestly, we're reaping the problems of it.
things are not going to get better here. They're going to get worse. And you honestly need to be prepared for that. A depression is is likely coming. The World Forum doesn't like capitalism because they can't control it. And they are hiding in Switzerland in an area where reporters can't go. Even the reporters suck anyway. But they're allowed to have these people sit in these chairs and say all this ridiculous stuff and, and act like they're not actually trying to take your freedom away from you. Until the day I die, I'm going to fight for my right to be an American. And, and I don't know if that means I'm fighting tomorrow and I'm going to die tomorrow. But if that's what it means, then that's what it means. My ancestors did not do everything they did to come to this country so I could be the free, resilient example of them for me to just fold up. And the problem that Democrats don't recognize is they're creating an environment where everybody is seeing everything they're doing and they can't hide it. And the Democratic Party is going to quickly get rid of Biden when he goes to rerun. I know he says that he's going to run for reelection again, but it's likely that that's not going to happen. Nobody likes Kamala Harris. Who's going to be his vice president? This is going to be sad, dude. I don't know what's next, but it's not going to be good. Moving on to the next part of this conversation. Thank you for tuning in to No Media Allowed. Um, Sloth. It's one of the seven deadly sins. I was listening to Candace Owens last week, and I have to agree with her 100%. It's one of my most hated sins. The idea that you're just sitting there doing nothing. And there are times when I try to, like, watch something, but I kind of, like, spread it out because I try not to do everything in one day because I have a lot of things to do. Honestly. Honestly. I don't know how people are lazy like that and how people just are okay with doing sloth activities. On the weekends, when I have a weekend off, I don't sit around doing nothing. I'm constantly doing something, whether it's working, errands, activities, podcasting, restructuring, building something, looking for something. The, the action is constantly moving. Moving on to the next part of our conversation outside of the fact that sloth is not a great sin. Gender ideology. I just talked about how those men uh, got married and adopted those little boys just so they could rape them and pimp them them out. What's really the definition of gender ideology? Because I have a real quick one and people aren't going to like it. You're born as a boy or girl with a vagina or a penis. When you grow up, one day you're supposed to get married and use the vagina or the penis to become a parent. Sometimes there's going to be complications with that. 
where you can't have a child because you or the baby could die or you have polycystic ovary syndrome so you have to change the way you live in order to get that you might have to have surgery something might have to happen to change that or recourse the action or you might have to take medication to help you get pregnant Gender ideology is not thinking I want to be a woman now and then wearing fake boobs and walking around and making people feel uncomfortable and just awkward. The reason why the gym owner in Canada told the man that was pretending to be a woman that wanted to be called her, she couldn't go to the women's locker room is because he did not want to make the women feel uncomfortable. Because here's the thing that everybody's forgetting with gender ideology. There's already somebody that's that sex that you're ignoring. When you allow men to pretend that they are models and they're in a uh, the next women's American model club and they're on these shows and then you're letting them win, you're taking the women away from winning and that are working very hard to do it. How does this work? You're forgetting women. Women have been alive having babies since the beginning of time. And now you're going to take that away from them too? I'm hearing stuff about the idea that you want to implant women body parts into men so they could feel like it, it, what it's like to have kids. What is going on? And this is just Monday, dude. We haven't even gotten to the rest of the week yet. These people are clearly insane. The gender ideology is you're a man or you're a woman. That is it. I'm sorry. Yeah, you don't like it, but you can cut your body and get things added on or removed. And you're still going to be a man. Like, you can take all the medication in the world for your puberty blockers, or you don't want to feel this, or you want to you take a medication to get a period. But you're still not going to be a woman. It doesn't matter what you do. The trans community is a mental community. It is. I don't have anything against trans people, gay people, non-binary, whatever the hell they want to be called. I don't have anything against any of that. But I have something against molesting children. I have something against taking away what belongs to women. And I have something against pretending you want to be something else because you just don't want to be who you are. That's what they're defining as gender ideology. Weird, right? Moving into the next part of our conversation. Race scams. The race scam is making you a victim when you're not a victim. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but if you're age 0 to 80 years old in the United States of America and none of your ancestors were slaves, Sorry. Sorry. I got to tell you that. There's that. That's for one. Two. If you're age zero to 80 years old, you had the rights of anyone else to go to college to find a specific field you want to work in and to flourish in that. Don't let your detriment be the detriment of the world. Because that's not okay, and everybody has the same opportunity. I don't want to keep hearing people that said they had to drop out of high school. I don't want to hear people say they couldn't find a job. I don't want to hear people tell me that they can't afford college, but they can afford drugs. Like, you're buying weed, but you can't afford to go to college. You live in the hood. Why do you live in the hood? Why don't you find a job where you don't have to live in that place? Why do rappers always go back to the neighborhood they grew up in and die? Because 
Like it's sad. You don't have to be these people. Don't be a victim because you're not a victim. You have to be a survivor. And the more I hear about Joe Biden being racist toward black people, like every day, he just called Martin Luther King Jr.'s granddaughter the wrong name. And he says these racist things and no one says anything. Yeah, the neighborhood you live in. Yeah, this. Yeah, that. Or then he doesn't call out things that are wrong. Like the idea that black people should be able to like commit crimes and not be held accountable. Or the black on black crime that exists more so than white on black crime. Or the fact that the only time they care about somebody being shot by a cop is if the cop is white. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. I'm sorry to be the one that's telling you that. Things are not what they seem to be. And the only reason they want to victimize you is so they can give you things and then hold up the string and tell you what they want back. Do you really want to live in public housing? Do you really want to get things from these bums? And I'm not talking about people that actually need help. I'm saying young people where there's nothing wrong with them and they don't have an excuse of why they're not doing anything. That's what I'm saying. Why do you get to be the victim? I'm not the victim, regardless of what you want to hear. No one is a victim. White, black, orange, green, alien, whatever. Race. There is no race anything. And for the most part, I don't understand the race scams. Because I grew up in a predominantly white town, right? I grew up in a suburb, right? There was all different races in the suburb I lived in. I never... So, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Race scams. It's a scam to convince you that you can't do something that you always had the right to do. If people want to be racist against you or judgmental towards you because of the color of your skin, think back to when they had the no Irish signs. Think back to when they had the no Italian signs. Think back to when they had black people on slave ships taking them from Africa to this country. Think back to when the kings and the queens of Africa sold off their own people for money and items. That happened. There's no reprimand for that. No amount of money is going to make that go away. It's a horrible act of violence and cruelty. It is horrible. Coming into Black History Month, it's sad to think about the fact that Malcolm X is dead. And so is Martin Luther King. That white men did kill them because they didn't want them to have a voice. But it wasn't just white men that killed them. It was them being given the power to do it. And I could say that for now. Your your skin tone, your race is your power. It's it's not a victory. 
it's a power because you are a star so it doesn't matter what the shade of your skin is i was listening to a commercial with a black little girl talk about how she's being like picked on because she's darker and i don't understand that i haven't witnessed that and i grew up with people from all colors all backgrounds all nationalities and and so am i am i not understanding her because i'm an adult and she's a kid like what am i missing the agenda is to convince people that there's something wrong with them. But in reality, you're just fine. No surgery is worth a pill. No surgery is worth a pill. Like, I was literally considering, like, gastric bypass or the sleeve or bariatric surgery. And, I, and at some point, I might actually do one of them. But do I really want to take medication forever? And I'm thinking about all the LGBTQ stuff, right? Where they want to get different sexualities and they want to get other body parts either cut off or sewn on. The pain they're going to be under for the rest of their lives and the amount of medication they're going to have to take ongoing forever. Is it worth that surgery? Like, I don't know if it is. I feel like maybe this isn't a good a good look like you really got to be careful with what you're doing to your body and how and how you're treating your body especially when you're younger you don't want to do things that are going to be detrimental to yourself as you get older because as you get older things are going to get worse do you really want to have a knee surgery do you really want to have a hip surgery if you are in healthy weight and you're not too overweight you won't need those things so you really want to take care of yourself you really want to try to consolidate your weight issues before you're 50 years old and you want to have a good regimen of health for yourself you don't want to have to get those surgeries and have to have medication forever right who wants high blood pressure if you don't want high blood pressure follow a really healthy diet and then you should be fine but the moral of the story is no surgery is worth pills every day why do people become addicts because it's easy for them to get drugs to be addicted to. There's no recourse or no actual action for it. Now they're releasing people from prison that had something to do with drug consumption. They're making people's sentences smaller. And I don't know. I think the drug addiction is is kind of pathetic. I don't understand the addiction to drugs. I've never understood the addiction to drugs. I, I've never understood alcoholism either. Like, I don't understand how people are addicted to cigarettes. I don't understand any of that. And I drink, I drink liquor, right? I'm a social drinker. I drink at holiday events. I drink when I go out. Sometimes I'll get a margarita if I go to a restaurant. I can socially drink without being an alcoholic. I'm not a booze hound. I don't need to be drinking liquor all day in any situation to survive, right? For drugs, I don't need to spend money on drugs every week and I need to find a dude to buy me something to sell it to me. I'm not saying I couldn't figure that out, but what? why would I need to do that? How's that going to service me? Like mentally, physically, emotionally, how's that going to make my life better? Like the idea of doing that 
is just insane to me. So quite frankly, I don't get it. Next part of the conversation. Shopping won't be the same. Shopping won't be the same because now Forever 21 is just like a nightmare. They just have majority crapper in there. I found a jacket for $80 and it wasn't worth $80. I don't even know why it was priced that high. There's so much stuff on the wall in there. People are not having it. And I told you I was having difficulty trying to figure out how I was going to re-up my wardrobe. Well, I think my explanation for that is that I'm going to have to... truly think about where I'm shopping like should I just buy everything online should I do what my mom shows me how to do and just do savers and and goodwill or do I need to go in Macy's and spend more money I could always go to Lord and Taylor's like warehouse or Nordstrom or that or whatever but I I don't know I just I feel like forever 21 is not for me anymore I even I tried to go in there to look at the jewelry, and even that, I was like, what am I looking at? It's not appealing. Like, I'm saying that in a way where it's like, I really I really thought that that was always going to be a store I'd be able to go to and find something I like in. But the, the last couple of times I've been in that store, it just felt like a nightmare. So I'm just going to say that. I think shopping shopping has changed because of COVID and because people realize they could get better deals online. So why would they go to a store when you can get things delivered directly to your house? I told you about the Target deal where you could pay $99 a year and get unlimited delivery to your house. Or you could do the Walmart one, the same thing. So I'm not saying you want to buy clothes, but um, if you are on a website like Nordstrom or uh, Lord & Taylor's or any of these websites, even Amazon... And you find something you like, you can just get it delivered to your house. Why would you go to a store? There's so many other options. And I'm a brand ambassador. And I got to tell you, why would I go to the store when I could just buy the stuff that I ambassador? Right? I'd rather wear that. It's probably better quality anyway. Honestly. Like, things are changing for shopping. But I think in a better way. Next part of our conversation Let's spill some tea. What kind of tea are we interested in today? I think I want a Venti Mint Majesty. Mmm, delicious. Maybe maybe a grande because a, a Venti is kind of big. Um, what do you guys think about having kids in your 30s instead? Now, many people will condemn me. I did um, uh, this Bible. I did this church class um at my last baptist church and i said to the person i was doing it with i think i want to have my kids in my 30s and her response to me is i don't know if you should have kids now first it kind of threw me for a loop that she was saying that to me but then you know she said you know as a christian you should be trying to have kids right away and i feel like yeah, I, I can be Christian. I mean, right now I'm I'm going through RCIA for Catholicism and I'm going to be, you know, Catholic. That's going to be the variation of uh, Christianity that I'm following. It just made me feel like, so you're saying I can't be a woman if I'm saying I want to have my kids in my 30s. 
Like, I think it's selfish to have kids without stability. And you know how I feel about stability. You know how I feel about having a foundation and having a rock and how and being able to budget and being able to be financially stable. If you don't have those things and you have a children, you're bringing your child into a situation that you might not be able to control. And it's selfish. It's selfish for your kids to have to want things that they can't have and for you to be feeding them McDonald's unlimited. And I'm not saying that kids can't like McDonald's, but if we're going to stop child obesity and we're going to make a difference, they can't eat that every day. You have to make food. You have to bring them to different kinds of restaurants. You have to show them a different kind of a life. It, it cannot just be McDonald's, McDonald's, Burger King, Burger King, Wendy's, Wendy's, and Taco Bell. And it's not fair for children to live in different homes. Because sometimes when you're younger, you're not ready or prepared to be in a marriage or a dedicated relationship with another person and I don't think you should be having children if there's going to be one parent that's not fair either children need stability and so I'll stick with what I've been saying for a long time I think it's okay that women are waiting to they're in their 30s to have their kids when they figure out their house and their career and they have a regimen and they have a husband and they have a foundation where the child is going to flourish and aspire to do amazing things I like that better. Just saying. We need to be creating environments for children to flourish where they're not thinking they can't do anything they put their minds to. Because the world is on the other side, full of propaganda, telling them that they should be a boy if they're a girl and they should be a girl if they're a boy. And women are letting their little boys dress up in tutus. And ballerina slippers to play pretend time. But instead of that, children need to be outside playing, running around, rolling in leaves and being kids. Playing with G.I. Joe trucks and watching Paw Patrol. Okay? And there needs to be a difference. They, They need to be kids. Right? Kids. And the only way you can give them that life is if you give them a foundation and financial stability. So I'm just going to leave that there. That's the tea for the day. And I think the tea that I came up with is correct. Because my own husband's, the majority of his cousins and his family members, including his own sister, they don't have kids, right? Like, my mother didn't have me in her 20s, right? Like, I don't know why, but I don't think that women should have to have children before they turn 30. Like, I don't understand why there's something wrong with not waiting. Just thought. Next part of our conversation. Finishing Ginny and Georgia. It left off on a cliffhanger, so I definitely want a season three so I can see what happens. All the good things happen, and then here come the bad things. Is Stranger Things returning? I have no idea. I'm ready for horror, so I guess I better get Shutter on and see if I can find anything. The Midnight Club isn't what I thought it was. It really isn't what I thought it was. I think The Hillside was the best one of these scary stories. But I'm still going to watch the rest of it just because I want to see what happens. Mystery on Apple is getting better. I'm hoping for new seasons of some of these shows I really like. Um, Slow House, Slow Horse has a new season. Me and Skip started watching it. Um, I'm hoping that that murder mystery show... Um, has a new season two with a new mystery of somebody dying and us trying to figure out who did it. Um, there's so many 
amazing shows on um, Apple. We started watching um, Servant Season 4. And the first two episodes were okay. But I feel like they could have been better. Just saying. Moving into food. Air fryer tacos. How do you make air fried tacos? So I would use soft tacos, right? Uh, you can use whatever meat you decide or vegetable. It doesn't just have to be meat or vegetable. I would say probably beef is the best idea. You're, you want to take the beef, mix it with the taco seasoning first. Um, you can do uh, chicken or you could do like actual ground beef. I would do a 50-50 split on that or something healthy. Um, I would add in the taco seasoning to whatever level you want. I would even add in maybe some Mexican rice for that just so it's a little more thicker. Then, right, I really feel like if I taco to eat. So after you're done with the hamburger or the ground beef, then you take the, the taco, right? You put the brown beef in it. Then you put cheese. You could put pico in it. Uh, and then I would put sour cream. If you want, you could put lettuce into it, but I put a little bit of lettuce. And then... Fold it in half. Put it in the air fryer anywhere from five to seven minutes. Make sure the cheese is melty. Then you can make your own taco sauce and dip it in. Or you can like make a splash of queso and dip it in that. You can cut the taco in half and have smaller pieces of the taco. Or you can do whatever variation you want. And it doesn't just have to be meat. It could really be any anything. It could be shrimp. It could be scallops. It could be chicken. It could be vegetables. Whatever you want, you can put inside the taco and you can put it in the air fryer. The cheese is just a different kind of crispy and it's really tasty. I think you definitely like it. Super Bowl snacks. Oh my God, I love Super Bowl snacks. I like making pigs in a blanket. That's my favorite. Uh, you know, you got to get some Hebrew nationals. You got to get the Pillsbury Fo uh, Doughboy um, croissant rolls. And you just roll up the, um, the, the Hebrew nationals in that. Put that in the oven. Give it anywhere from five to ten minutes. Make sure it's crispy. Uh, then you can make your own like uh, spicy mayo dipping sauce. Here's what you do with spicy mayo dipping sauce: ketchup, mustard, mayo, hot sauce, jalapenos, mix. Done. That easy. You can dip it in that. Also add cheese in that to so it's a little creamy. Um, very good. Then you can make cauliflower wings or actual wings. Make your own sauce that you want to dip it into. Also get flour because you're going to do a flour uh, mix. Then you're going to do an egg mix. Then you're going to do the um, <coughs> the spice mix too. Honestly, it's all busy.
I do think that that's delicious. And there's other things you can make outside of wings and cauliflower wings and hot dogs. You could make like a buffalo chicken dip. So you want to get shredded chicken. You want to get buffalo sauce. You want to get jalapenos. You want to get sour cream. And you want to get not just sour cream, but uh, also cream cheese. And you want to get uh, whole cream too. I would mix all that together. First, you make the chicken. Then you get you. Then you shove everything in. You're also gonna want to get like cheddar. I do a cheddar mozzarella mix. I do the the mozz that you can like cut, and I do like four chunks of that. Then I would make sure that the chicken is very like you cut the chicken so it's in like smaller pieces. Then you add in the cream cheese, the sour cream, the heavy cream, the cheese, the hot sauce. And then you chop up the, the jalapenos. You can put that in a mixer all together, but I would just mix that, put some gloves on and mix it by hand or use like a big like serving spoon and mix it together. You could put that in the microwave and you could like make little raviolis out of it or you can make it like a dip with some chips. Very good. Honestly, I think that's always a good alternative. Dips, pizzas that you can make from scratch. I do think that there's so much you can make for Super Bowl Sunday, but not just Super Bowl Sunday, for any Sunday, really. And there's so many options and fun things you can get. Dip, chips, hot dogs, pizzas, anything that's quick to make, wings. You can make your own dipping sauces with the wings. You can really get creative and make things that are fun to eat, also healthy and fast. Just saying. Salmon and veggies. You could, I would take the salmon. You want to get a paper towel. Make sure the salmon's dry. Then you want to season the salmon. You want to put baking powder on it. Then you want to put whatever seasonings you want on top of it. I always go spicy because I like my, my salmon spicy. You could also put some pesto on top of it. Or you could put like whatever uh, flavoring you want on top of it. Um, you could also put pasta sauce on top of it too. And put that with some pasta. There you go. Instead of making chicken parm, you made salmon parm. That's an option. You're going to want to put some vegetables on the side of it. So you put oil on the tray first. Then the salmon after you dry it out and you put the baking soda on it. And then, you know, you want to put the other topping on that. Um, then I would put the vegetables. Uh, you can use anything from asparagus, broccoli, cauliflower, carrots, corn, green beans, whatever you want. You put that there, right? Then... Put that in the oven 
for 15 to 20 minutes make sure everything's crispy and nice then you take it out you eat it you can have that for a meal prep you can have that for a meal you can have that for lunch dinner whenever you want to eat it you can eat it you can do that with something with breakfast too like you know like for breakfast you can make salmon cakes put that in the oven or you can make so you make to make the salmon cakes you have to do cake i cut up pieces of bread i'd cut up some veggies then you mold that into like a ball you put that in the oven and you let that again cook from 15 to 20 minutes and you can make salmon cakes for breakfast uh you can have that with eggs or whatever you want uh you can really do anything with salmon it's, there's so much you can do with that next part of our conversation vegan chicken nuggets i saw another ad for vegan chicken nuggets on pinterest and it made me curious about what it tasted like i was eating nugs for a while and they have this whole like vegan brand and target of nuggets that i really like um i was considering going back to vegan again and i'll, I'll see if i could do it like maybe the first step would be me just eating seafood instead of meat i don't know if that's going to happen but let's find out next part of our conversation groceries are getting expensive they're getting more expensive like potato chips were already like eight dollars like i legit went to get eggs on sunday after church right and the eggs were like three dollars for six of them like 12 of them cost like seven dollars now it like what's going on like you're paying and you're not getting the value for what you're spending your money on two bags is fifty dollars now like what's happening man it kind of has me wanting to think like do i want do i want to get like groceries delivered instead of like going in the grocery store because the grocery store legit costs too much money just a thought too much shrimp salad you want to make a quick shrimp salad so you want to either lightly cook the uh, the shrimp in like a one pan or you can air fry the shrimp. In fact, I'd air fry the shrimp so they're more crispier. You're going to want to take the shrimp, put some baking soda, then put whatever spice you want on top of them. Uh, so I take the shrimp, dip the shrimp in the egg, then the baking powder, then the spice. Shove them in the air fryer anywhere from 15 to 20 minutes so they're crispy and they're done. Um, then you can chop those shrimp up. You want to make sure the tail is off or get the shrimp that don't have the tail on. And you want to make sure it's all clean before you do that step I just said. Then you could chop it up or you could leave them the regular size they are. You want to make the salad. So you're going to want to start off with some mayo, mustard, and sour cream. So mayo, mustard, sour cream, ketchup, hot sauce. Mix that together. Then you're going to want to get some sort of lettuce. I'd go arugula or whatever you like. Um, I only stick with two lettuce, so arugula and the other one are my favorite. Or you could always just use like... Um, cilantro well you would need a lot of cilantro if you're going to do it with that or so you, you could also chop up some celery and add that into this as well you can make this into a wrap you can make this into a dip or you can just eat this with crackers you can make this into a sandwich um there you go you just made a, a shrimp salad very easy very quick uh this is something that can be eaten any time of the year but especially in the summer doesn't take a lot of steps and it's very flavorful very good um korean fried chicken obviously you're going to want to make sure you've got all the flavors that go into a korean sauce and to find that you can go on pinterest and find this follow the same guy that i follow um let me give you his name give me one moment to find him
still looking for this dude. And I didn't follow him yet. I was just looking at his recipe. Yo, this is how you make Korean corn cheese. Ooh. Can of corn, strain it. <laughs> Boom. Two tablespoons of mayo. His name is Chef Chris Cho. And he does videos on TikTok, but I follow him on, um, in, not Instagram, on um, Pinterest. So Chef Chris Co is where you want to go to if you want to get the recipes from him. And I really think you'll like them. And guess what? That's the end of the show. So um, thanks for tuning in to this edition of Born to be a star. And I will see you same place, same time tomorrow, Tuesday, on the pod. Have a wonderful day. And don't forget that you're a star wherever you are. Never stop fighting for what you believe in. Because if you're going to be a star, you're going to have to be radiant in the darkness for a long time. And at some point, sometimes people are going to see you. And other times they're going to hate you. They're going to be envious of your star power. And the majority of the time, they're going to be hateful and envious of your star power. They're going to be wondering why you're so happy. You have to continue to stay happy. Even when people are questioning you. Because a star's radiance doesn't go away just because people question its radiance. It has to continue to be light. You are the light. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.